Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Good morning, guys. What's happening? Is it a good morning? Nope, it's not. It doesn't feel like a good nope. morning to me. I just stayed up real late, Bing didn't bong. sleep a lot to watch, uh, to get my heart broken. Feels like a poop type of morning. Yep. Yep, that's how I well, feel. Why would you too. get your heart broke? What happened? Well, you look. feel like you can get your heart broke for something that was never going to happen anyway. Well, I mean, it's not. They could have won the game. It was a winnable game. We're talking about Giants Cowboys game at MetLife Stadium last night. It was a 50 50 game, 50 50 kind of win scenario for the Giants. And Kenny Galladay, zero catches, Man. two drops. I didn't text y'all. Damn. I mean, I didn't text y'all. No, no you didn't text it was Sterling. late. No, when he, it was late. You know what? It was late when he dropped it. Sterling, <laughs> Sterling Shepard gets hurt. Our, our defense, zero takeaways, zero sacks. We got Cooper Rush out here looking like he is the next coming. I mean, the, the pass to CeeDee Lamb to close out the game, it's just it's disappointing. CeeDee Lamb made up for the drop, though. It's, uh, well, he got a case of the drop sheets, but when Galladay dropped the one ball on third down, I was like, he walked back to the huddle. I, was, I said to myself, <laughs> hey, you want to know why you're not playing? Like, come on, man, seriously. This is an opportunity for you to really play and whatever. They threw you the ball, you dropped it. And Dan- they didn't throw you a hard ball, they threw you a softball. Daniel Jones played all right. He made some he made some good plays. He didn't play like I the sixth like, overall pick in the draft. Man. That's a professional wide receiver. Key, here's Not really. Giants, well, he gets yeah, paid a lot. He gets That's paid sure. like a professional yeah. wide receiver. The Giants offense is one dimensional, man. It's yeah, Saquon here comes Barkley. Saquon Barkley with the run. Or Jones or here, tucks or it. Or Daniel yeah. Jones tucks it and gets out of the pocket and runs for 10 yards. Well, because they don't have any players. Obviously, so, we have no horses. Yeah, they, they, this is an evaluation year, and every little win that they get is a plus. That's all. Well, they, that, that's right, especially, you know what the real story of the game on the low is? Evan Neal had his, the Eagles years ago had a left tackle named Winston Justice. They took him either at the end of the first or the beginning yeah, of the USC, second round. Yeah, USC kid. And Winston Justice, as a rookie, was matched up against OCU Minora on the outside. Yeah, and, and got destroyed. And was a turnstile, so of course the Giants won the game. I think Minora had like six sacks that day. That's what happened last night, really. You want to break it down? Evan Neal could not, He was a turnstile because he's a rookie, and they got good pass well, rushers. Max, that's happened against all the teams that the, the Cowboys has played against. They're number one in sacks, number yeah. one in pressures. Like, that's what they do. It's bad they styles six sacks matchup. on Joe Burrow. Yep. I mean, it's the same thing. Yeah, but especially when you have a right tackle – who barely has played in the oh, pros. Oh, I agree. He got, yeah. Demarcus Lawrence ate his lunch. Come on. Ate his lunch. Ate his lunch, man. Yeah. That's really what it was about. That's, that really decided the game when you get down to it. But people that are Giant fans and, and watching the game, they should just understand that, okay, you got a decision to make on the running back. There's no other decisions to make on anybody else. It's an easy decision. The running back's a hard decision because he's playing well. And you're getting an opportunity to see when he's healthy how he plays. He had about 90 yards rushing, a couple, you know, nice catches out of the backfield. Got a, you got a piece that you got to make a decision on. You don't have to make a decision on the quarterback. But and he, you know none of the receivers. You don't have right. to make That's a decision. That's not a real decision. No, yet. that's not a decision. You, you know why Giants fans are somewhat angry or pissed off this morning, right? <laughs> It's because Dave Gettleman once again reared his ugly head last night. Like you, you felt it. Well, Even though Gettleman I know we're moving forward gone. and Ryan Dable, they handle things differently with Joe Shane. I hear it, but when you see remnants of what Gettleman put 100%. together, and it comes back to that old line and the lack thereof, Kenny Galladay was like that. That sign. Oh, he's going to be the, the difference maker, right? You, you see those last effects, and you're like, we just want to usher that era out. The most hilarious thing about out. it, when you think about the Galladay signing, is 
Gettleman had several years to put a team together, and then he's like, okay, here comes my, my finishing touch. Galladay is going to put us over the top. Come on, man. Come on. But listen. But- I don't know what it was or what it is about him, but he wasn't a bad signing from Detroit. When he got here, it, I don't know what it is. Seventy-two million dollars. He's a third-round well, pick who couldn't stay on the, the field. But that was the market. That was what it was. He was going to get. But you somebody. only get a guy like that if you think we're like a little I just piece don't away. Know what it, I don't know what it is when he put on the giant blue helmet. It just turned into something different. <laughs> Pumpkin. Well, listen. The meantime, from the Cowboys' point, of, this is the Jet, the Giants' point of view. Looks like Joe Jay Judge. and I are Giants fans. Um, Daniel Jones played fine. Like I thought, he played kind of well, actually, in a way, but. The bottom line is he was a six overall pick in the draft. He's not the future. The Giants are going to move on from him this year because he's not ever going to be a great player. He might be an okay player. He's a very, very good backup in the league, it looks like to me. If you have Daniel Jones as your backup, he's a, he's not, you're yeah, set. He's, yeah, he, he's probably going to get another shot to be a starter by somebody because somebody's going to fix him. And he'll be one of the better backups in the and NFL. And then he'll wind yeah. up being a backup. Yeah. Who's he throwing the ball to? David Sills? I mean, I got to tell you, last night I, I was heartbroken watching Sterling Shepard go down. I mean, coming off that Achilles injury he had the year before, working through physical therapy to get back. Good route runner. Non-contact, just holds the I knee. Didn't understand, I didn't understand this, that one. This, uh, it, it just like, I'm like, oh, God, there goes our season. He's the most consistent one oh. that we have. I, I, He's I, the most, I don't understand what happened. It's like when your number gets punched, man, it's it. You know, it's one of those things. And it looked like a, definitely an ACL, huh? Yep. Uh, I mean, didn't it, you could almost hear it. You could almost see it snap. It looks yeah. like an ACL. I just. Well, from the, Gi- that's the, from the Giants' point of view, from the Cowboys' point of view, Cooper Rush is now 3-0 and as a starter, won his first three career starts, went on the road to beat a divisional rival who was 2-0. and Made himself some money. Probably made himself some money. And, and, the, and if you're a Cowboys fan, and many people are, including in Jersey. One of the reasons that you bring up, like, Gettleman, like, it's a team like the Giants, where you have so many Cowboys fans in Jersey, cannot afford to stink for 10 years. Because you need to constantly be creating new young fans and getting people excited. But, but otherwise, when the Cowboys come to town, they're going to take over Giants Stadium. Because the Cowboys don't stay irrelevant for year, you know, years on end. You got to love their pass rush. You guys brought it up. Right, they got a couple. Of, remember a couple of years ago when Jerry Jones said, "I need a war daddy." He was talking about a big pass rusher. They got two elite pass rushers off the edge. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, and that, and that's one of the reasons that I believe, in terms of Randy Gregory, they made the decision that they made because they knew having Demarcus Lawrence and Michael Parsons that they would be okay at that position for a couple of years to come. You know, I don't want to say for a long time to come because you just never know. But for sure. a couple of years, you know, you got some foundational pieces with Dan Quinn's defense, something that he had uh, in Atlanta early on and something he certainly had in Seattle. You mentioned, Key, that C.D. Lamb has the dropsies, and he dropped a, a, a like, you know, you can't, like, you put a it, you off. drop it in a guy's hands. A but if you're a Cowboys fan this morning, you're happy with C.D. Lamb because with the money on the yeah, line, he, he made a the, great catch in the yeah, end he zone. Caught, he, he caught the catch two hands so you make it to the Pro Bowl, son. You know, great catch, put on the outside shoulder, only where he could Ugh. catch it. He went and got it with a nice concentration. But I don't want my receivers having to do that all the time, Max. He knew he had to make up for the drop. Listen to this. It was a tough, you know, third quarter, just kind of thinking about I kept thinking about it. All the guys kept preaching to me to you know, let it go, let it go. We still got more game left. And then um, 
fourth quarter when I kept hearing my number being called, I knew it was my opportunity again, so I had to step up. That's what you have to do, man. You stick with it. But shout out to Cooper Rush, who, <laughs> I mean, after the news of Dak Prescott going down, everybody's like, oh, it's over. The season's done. And granted, their defense, 24 pressures, they've been phenomenal, right? Demarcus Lawrence, Michael Parsons, what we talked about. But how about Cooper Rush, the second quarterback to win his first three games and throw for over 750 yards? Oof. Since who? Kurt Warner. I knew you was about to say Kurt, Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner. This could be a Kurt right? Warner story. Think about that for That's a second. That's who, who we watched last night. Who have I been comparing when Jerry Jones said he wants a quarterback controversy? Who have, have I been, not, who have I been bringing up? Not happen. I'm just saying. Max, shout out to Cooper Rush. Not going to happen. All right, we're going to get into that. Be a part of Keyshawn J. Will and Max Nation. We have a nation on the Dr. Pepper call in line. Call us at 888-SAY-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. We're a nation within a nation. An in-college football season without the delicious taste of an ice-cold Dr. Pepper the one fans deserve. All right. Will there be a quarterback controversy? And if not, how good can the Cowboys be when Dak gets back? Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. <laughs> I mean, what kind of laugh was that? I, I can't remember, meantime, guys. The last time I stayed up on a Monday night early in the season with hope as a Giants fan to, to watch the end of a game, of a Giants game. It's been literally years. Feels good, doesn't it? It does. It feels good to have some. Even, even my, mm-hmm. my kids haven't seen it in a long time, so they're like, why are you acting so crazy? But like, why are you cursing at the screen? They have, the Giants haven't been relevant in a long time. Look, man, I'll just tell you, Daniel Jones is Daniel Jones. I understand probably not the future for this organization. But it is really exciting to watch Saquon Barkley do his thing. Granted, the offense is one-dimensional, but he is so dynamic, man. Like, when he, like when he made that 37-yard play, like, for the touchdown, it just it, – it was electrifying. Like, that's what you want MetLife Stadium to feel like when you watch giant games. It's just unfortunate the way things ended. Why do you feel like you're so dejected that they lost? Because they could have won. Thought it, was a, it, was a coin, it was a coin toss. Had a feeling of a game they could win. <laughs> yeah, it was a coin toss. Jay looks sad. Yeah. Where's your puppy, man? You know what the worst part was for me? They, they kept it together until the last two scores by the Cowboys. The Cowboys moved the ball any way they wanted, on the ground, in the air. Like it, and the defense just went right when you want to see character they from had, your they defense. Had, they had an opportunity, but this is a team. When you have opportunity as a team and you keep it right there, 6'3", six, 6'6", six, six, mm-hmm. right there, because of the makeup of the team, there is no umph. 
right? They don't have the, they need one person that does this, that gets them what they need to now, okay, surpass the Cowboys in the scoring column. You're thinking that would be Thibodeau. Keep, keep going. Could it be Thibodeau eventually? I, I told you about Thibodeau from day one, so I, I don't know what Thibodeau is. I like Thibodeau, but first I don't game. Know what he is his first game. I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't, like I don't know what he is. Right? He needs to be an explosive line, pass rusher need at least. Something, whether it's a guy like a Michael Parsons or it's a guy like a Julio Jones. You just need somebody that you can say. This is 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 a time I got to utilize this play. I'll take a Minka Fitzpatrick. Like, remember when he got to the Steelers? You need a guy. Their defense got solid you when he got there. You just need a guy on either side of the ball. That's what you have to have. One on each because side of the ball. This yeah. is not a, you know, when people say, oh, well, they're a young team. They really don't know. This is an evaluation team. So part of the evaluation is I got to have a guy that I say, okay. The closest thing they had on defense to that in recent years was Blake Martinez probably, right? Yeah. Like, well, you, need, you need some player that can be the heart and soul of the defense. Yeah, you got to have a guy. Just one guy that steps up and takes on the challenge. Boy, there was nothing there last also night. Also heard Leonard Williams out for his first game in eight years. For sure. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio. And on ESPN2. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. The day after Dak Prescott had surgery, Jerry Jones saying they are not going to put him on IR. Which would knock him out at least the next four games. That's the worst thing he could do is to rush back from something like this. You think in four weeks he's going to come to save the day? If they're being honest with themselves, they don't have a Super Bowl winning roster. He's not four weeks away from playing quarterback in the NFL. I don't give a damn about optimism. 
Here's the thing, guys. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Go to the ESPN app if you're, you want to take us with you. Click more on the lower right-hand corner. Scroll down to live radio, and you can hear us on the app live. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. So, guys, the, the Cowboys are now 0-1 with Dak, 2-0 with Cooper Rush. Let me continue with this line of thought because the other day, Jerry Jones, the owner, got Jerry Jones, yeah, man, yeah, Jerry man. Jones, the GM, in trouble, and Jerry Jones himself mentioned that after the fact when it was a whole controversy, and he said, well, Jerry Jones, the owner, should sometimes shut up and get, you know, cause a problem for Jerry Jones, the GM. But he said, look, I'd love a quarterback controversy because that means we're winning. But in the, the implication of what he said was, if we continue to win, there will be a quarterback controversy, even when Dak is healthy. Now, Key, we were talking a couple days ago, maybe yesterday, about – the fact that, like, Kurt Warner, maybe this was on Friday, Kurt Warner. Yeah, it was Friday. That's when you got attacked by Kurt Warner. <laughs> well, no, there was someone else. But, no, Kurt and me are all good. What I, the, someone misrepresented my point. Did he respond back to Kurt. your tweet? He did. Kurt, what did he say? It's all good. I don't, I, you know, I don't have thin skin. But someone misrepresented what I was saying. He, someone said that I said that Dak was better than Kurt Warner, which is ridiculous. I did not say that. What I said was. Kurt Warner got his job by injury, right, Trent Green. Yeah. But he also lost it to injury. He was the, considered yeah. the number one guy in football. Mark Bolger took it. Only because, not because Mark Bolger was so great. He was good. But they went 8-0. Oh. So, yeah. of course, they're going to stay with a high and hand. Kurt, and Kurt was at the end of his deal. That's true, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so if it can happen to Kurt Warner, I said at the time it could happen to Dak Prescott. Absolutely. Key, the way you framed it yes. was, look, the way it happens is maybe Dak could come back but we're 4-0, we're 5-0. You know what? Take an extra week, let it heal up. If Cooper Rush continues to win games, how does that affect affect Dak's timetable? Here's Lisa Salters on Monday Night Football last night talking about Dak Prescott's return. Listen. He said it feels great. He was going to go talk to the doctor right after and hopefully get the green light to start ripping and throwing the football again. And when I asked him when he's thinking he might be back, he said a couple of weeks, and I'm counting this as one of them. Those were his words. So I asked him, next week, you think you might be ready to play against Washington next week? And he said he isn't ruling anything out. So, Key, let's say he can't play against Washington and Cooper Rush wins his third straight game. That's fine. That, that means we got a good backup. We have a solid quarterback room. They're not going to say, Dak, take it easy. Take another week. No, I mean, look, it, it depends on where he's at. He's getting healthy because Cooper Rush is playing well. So he's, it helps you. The medicine uh, takes effect. It Whatever takes, it, that, yeah. that's the, the medicine is Cooper Rush. It is, he's getting better. All of a sudden, it doesn't hurt as much. Can you explain that? And, and Jay, you too, because you've experienced this. People listening out there think, wait a minute. If the dude is motivated as can be, why does the pres- why does the presence of competition make it motivate him even more? Why does he need that? It's not it's not necessarily a motivation that he needs. It's just I'm watching somebody drive my car and I know I could drive it better and it just motivates you to a degree to for whatever reason get ready to get back out there instead of being in the training room an hour, you may be in the training room two and a half hours now. All of a sudden, you know, you're lifting weights. He's not going to lose his job. And the reason he's not going to lose his job is because there's probably $120 million left on his deal, guaranteed money or something like that. It wasn't the case for Kurt Warner. It wasn't he, the, he case, it wasn't the case for Kurt Warner. It wasn't the case for um, 
somebody else that I'm thinking, oh, Drew Bledsoe. You know, guys like that, like we only know about Tom Brady because of Drew Bledsoe, actually because of Mo Lewis. Mo Lewis hit Drew Bledsoe and cracked whatever his sternum or whatever it was, and all of a sudden Tom Brady was born. There was no Tom Brady. We wasn't even, The New England Patriots and Bill Belichick were not even thinking about it's Tom six Brady. Six-round pick. It's like, man, we're going to draft a guy this year anyway. But we have to have a guy who can play. And then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. it did a little more. But Drew Bledsoe wasn't on a $150 million uh, uh, guaranteed money. So it's a little bit different. Cooper Rush is a nice player for them. And he could be a starter, it seems like, in the league based on what we're seeing. Small sample size. I mean, but I, I will say, look, there's a difference between somebody keeping your boat afloat as somebody being the motor for your boat, right? Like, the defense needs to play at a different level. Cooper Rush needs to make a play here or there, right? But if the defense is not at a different level, <laughs> Dak is the one guy that can elevate the offense and carry the offense. We saw we saw him do it before he got hurt. Yeah, right? he Their defense wasn't one. great. <laughs> what? They were 0-1. I'm talking about a couple years ago before he got hurt. Right? Yep. He was literally carrying you know, the team. I, I, he, was, so, was he was but, carrying the team. Know, he was but. He was but. Yeah. He, he, yeah. He, look. Okay. Like they were That's not the, because you know? like Jay said, I'm, I'm over here. I was smiling when Jay was talking about Cooper Rush, small sample size, and Dak can make some more plays and things of that nature. And I, and I had to crack a smile because isn't it amazing that a guy like Cooper Rush is 3-0 and and it's a small sample size? But what if you'd have drafted him in the first round and he was 3-0? and is was he was the elite quarterback? Oh, it just, we so, it was, so much it, more hype around a, it. It's a it, it, right. I mean, it's so weird how that works. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence. I'm willing to immediately think is he elite already? But if it's Jalen Hurts, I need to see it for it's, a it's, year it's, and a half. Yeah, it's it, it's unbelievable. And I'm watching Cooper Rush deliver the football in sync at night and nice too. Know what else it does? Really nice. Know what else it demonstrates? Maybe that Bill Parcells guy, the Parcellian kind of way of thinking, which is like. Don't do too much sometimes. Well, that's what Jay just said. He Solid need to and do sound. That. That's what Jay said. But maybe that's better than being the quote-unquote motor sometimes. I've been sometimes. trying to tell you that for 100 years. You don't listen. Yeah, Max, you don't listen. And, and <laughs> the thing but, is, is you get so enamored with somebody that you think that you have to utilize at a certain rate throwing the ball all over the lot. You're not going to win that way. But – what happens is people want that guy just in case. They want that guy. Just he, they in case. want to know that, he can do it. They want to know that he can do it. Maybe that's what Steve Young was talking about for Dak to watch Cooper Rush go through his progressions by taking sometimes the easy play. Don't go for the home run. Just make the easy play consistently. Know why Tom Brady's the goat? Because if you need him to, he can do it. But well, he's not look. That. He's not trying. He's not trying to do it. it, 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 it I said can't that. thread the needle all the time. You know the Tom Brady people out there. Obviously, ah, you don't know what you're talking about. He has seven championships. Ah. That's why he has seven championships. Takes if you the if you really it. watch football, yeah, and you really watch it, Brady isn't out there throwing the ball 65 times a game. You look at the last Super Bowl he won. Brady was pedestrian. I dare you say pedestrian with Tom Brady. He was pedestrian. But when man. they lost the Super Bowl, he threw for 500 yards. So, in other words, but so he, it's there if you need it. He can do it, but he's not looking man, to do it. Man, pedestrian as hell in the last Super Bowl he won with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. And he still threw for three touchdowns, 
He had barely 200 yards. So this, be- this begs the question, or it leads to the question, how high will Key have Tua Tungavailoa and the Dolphins in his rankings of the best team in the NFL? Why are you looking at me? Well, I know that you have them as the greatest team of all time. <laughs> no, what? Listen to Keyshawn J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Look at this. We're about to do Key's Real Rankings, but Mike Tannenbaum is with us in studio for the rest of the show. You're here, right, Mike? <laughs> Mike's going to be with us for the rest of the show. Oh, here. three and a half hours from Keyshawn now. Keyshawn J. Willemax on ESPN <laughs> Radio. Keyshawn J. Willemax and Mike. Uh, how you doing this morning, Mike? Good morning, fellas. You morning. need breakfast, bagels, del- you know, can... Yeah, bagels. I wish I could have one. Some positive energy. Too many carbs in a bagel. Can't do it. Really? Yeah, man. Really? I don't have world class athletic genes, Jay. You can turn anything you eat into pure muscle. I actually have to watch what I eat and exercise. (laughs) Not so much. Key's real rankings: the best teams in the NFL week three. What you got, Key? Well, I got I got a, a, a team that I think everybody in in South Florida will be excited about, and that's the Miami Dolphins. And Jay thinks that the Miami Dolphins are better number than seven. the seventy two Dolphins, and they sit at number seven in my power ranking. Obviously, it changes from week to week. I may have eight teams, five teams, whatever. But Miami is plus sixteen hundred to do anything in terms of winning the Super Bowl. They're three and zero. They're three and zero. They, they, they sit. Max, 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 just, just let him right. finish his last right, so They're, they're three and zero. They. <laughs> Certainly sit at the top of the division. The they top. beat the Buffalo Bills, but yet and still, they're seven on my list. Right. It's my list. This is how I feel about Miami. We get it. We get when it. When I look at list. it, and this I look is... at the game that they beat the Ravens, there was nice fourth quarter. It made sense what they did into a play great. But when I look at the entire body of work from the beginning of the season to the last win on Sunday, I'm not convinced that they're at the top of my top You're seven. You're Jay, aren't you? No, no, it has nothing to do with Jason at all. Full government name. Move ahead. Number six. Number six. Number six is the Kansas City Chiefs, plus 800 on the Vegas boards. Look, I know they had a stinker and they lost to the Indianapolis Colts, but look, let's face it. This team is not a bad football team. In the end, they're certainly going to be right there. I believe one of the teams in the AFC Championship game with maybe Miami or Buffalo or the Baltimore Ravens. They will be there, though, as far as the Kansas City Chiefs go. 
Number five. The Los Angeles Rams sit at number five. I know opening day, we all set up and we looked at Matthew Stafford and company. That defense didn't play particularly well. But since then, they kind of turned things around. They went to the desert. They took care of business. They didn't have an explosive offensive performance, but they did what they were supposed to do. And when you look at teams in the National Football League, if you got a defense that can play lights out football when they need to, you're going to win a lot of football games doing that. I got the Rams sitting at number five. Number four. Number four, plus 450 still after the loss to the Miami Dolphins. They have greater odds of winning the Super Bowl than the Miami Dolphins is the Buffalo Bills. People made up their mind about that team already, right? They're great. And that happens in the National Football League. They are a good football team. A little shorthanded in the secondary. I think with the experience that these young guys will get, they'll get better as the season wears on. But the offense, the offense is dynamic. I don't think Josh Allen will have another stinker game like we saw against the Miami Dolphins, unless it's maybe, you know, the Miami Dolphins again, who got his number. But that'll be at home in Buffalo. I see the Bills fighting for the AFC Championship and even the Super Bowl. Number three. This one right here was a little bit of a head-scratcher for me because Lamar Jackson, at they're sitting at three and they're plus 1,400 on the board. He's out there by himself. Those again, other guys again. Those other guys are showing up. There's no question about it. But he's really out there by himself. If he wasn't on this football team, they might be 0 and 3. Okay? That's just the reality of it. If you take Lamar Jackson off, they may be the worst team in football. They may be the worst team in football. He's gonna make the most money in football. That's for damn sure. They sit at number three. Number two. Number two is the Green Bay Packers. Plus one thousand. Now look. These odds are Vegas odds, not what I see with my eyes in football. I look at Aaron Rodgers and these young receivers that continue to come along. I talked about Romeo Dobbs doing the draft, a fourth-round pick out of Nevada. He continues to get better. He's their best receiver. He's just young right now. As he develops and Aaron Rodgers with more trust in him, and then you got the old wise vet in Randall Cobb, uh, Randall Cobb this team in Lazar, in that defense – I wouldn't be shocked to see them in the NFC Championship game either. Number one. Number one. Right now, as it stands in a National Football League, the Philadelphia Eagles, plus 900 with Jalen Hurts. Oh, yeah, they got the picks. They're going to draft another guy. This is about – I don't think they're talking about that now. They ain't said they're trying to figure out when do we extend him and how much money are we going to have to give him. Can Lamar Jackson please hurry up and sign his deal? That's what they're thinking. Or maybe they should do it now and jump the gun and, and get a discount. It, it, that could beforehand. possibly be the case. But when you look at Devontae Smith, the, uh, uh, A.J. Brown, the defense, I mean, it's just I, – I just look at this team right now today, just today, they may be the best team in the National Football League. I mean – And they might be at when the Super Bowl is played too. Like, may, maybe you know. in week eight they're not. But as it stands today going into week four – they're the best team in the National Football League. These real rankings are brought to you by Dell for your small business needs. Call a Dell Technologies advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. All right, let's ask Mike Tannenbaum, ESPN NFL front office insider who's with us from now on, right? Is that <laughs> Mike? No Chargers, what's, Mike. What's your reaction to Key's real rankings? Well, the Chargers, but you know, we, we got to give them a couple weeks to sort out uh, Justin's injury there. But the, Slater's the, out for the year? Yeah, that, that hurts us. That hurts us. But Key, Tampa Bay. Some guy named Tom Brady. I can't do it. But but when I, I look, I can't do it today. But but Keith, when I look at this past week, Buffalo was missing six stars on defense. Almost won the game. Give Miami a ton of credit. 
you look at Tampa Bay, they were missing all their skill players. And once Mike Evans got suspended, who was he going to throw to? And they got it down to a two-point play. So they're going to get Godwin back. They're going to get Evans back. They may get Ryan Jensen back. So to me, like, Tampa's the one team on that list that stands out. That's No, and, and, and here's what I'll say. It doesn't mean that they are not eight, and then all of a sudden they jump to three. It just means right now, today, as I look at it, and I, and I look at the three games that they played, the offense, even when they had some of those guys there, it was clunky. It wasn't as smooth as I would like to see. I had reservations, right? That's, that was, they went into New Orleans, and they were in a dogfight. They were in a dogfight. They beat New Orleans in the end, but they were in a dogfight against a quarterback that had a broken back, essentially. I mean, it, it, so when I look at it, it doesn't mean that they're not at eight and can jump all the way. I just don't have 18. Hey. See, Mike, I even get confused on the, the Miami part, right, just a little bit. Because I, I get that the Bills' entire secondary was depleted. I understand that. Bills still had a legit chance to win the game. Uh, but that defense stepped up for Miami when it was all said and done. But I look at a team like Kansas City. Now, I, I know I know Patrick Mahomes special. But like we're talking about the Colts, right? The, the Colts who tied the Texans. The Colts who got shut out by the Jags and then go around to beat Kansas City. So, like, like just Kansas out of City's sheer never respect, any good early man, in the season. I'm Come saying on. out of sheer respect right now, like, how do you have Miami below Kansas City? Because I don't think that Tua in that offense can match, can match on a consistent basis, can match Patrick Mahomes. That's just, I understand he's 3-0. I understand he but had a great they found fourth. different ways to win, though. Their defense has stepped up. One game, it was the passing game by Tua. They I mean, beat they, two teams in the division. Two teams in the division. They own the New England Patriots, and they beat another team in the division that I'm sure they got pretty good knowledge of. Uh, just from a scouting standpoint, not necessarily the head coach. And then they beat the, the scouting team that you got department. ranked three. Yeah, but they come on, man. I, I, right now on, on this table, I put a stack of money and I'll give you five of the best of five. The Miami well, but, Dolphins but ain't getting ready to beat. That's, that's a beautiful part. They're not getting ready to beat Baltimore about the like M- that. That's man. a beautiful part about the NFL that They're it's not, not the NBA. Best We're of not one. playing best of six, best of five series, best but of six series. I'm best playing. We're playing, I'm playing one. I want, I want to talk about that for a second. First of all, no one's arguing that the Eagles are number one. No. And what you said earlier, Key, is people talking about all the draft capital to move on. Now all that draft capital is to improve a team that already might be the best team in, or at this moment is the best team in football. What would you do, Mike, with the Philadelphia Eagles in in where they're at with their picks and drafting and Jalen Hurts and all the noise that was being made about yeah. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts has earned it. He, he He's the guy. I would invest in him. I'd do it sooner than later because we all know, like, it'll be him and Lamar, <laughs> Burrow, Herbert. Like, that's that, those four guys. Those guys are next. So, you know, and Jalen Hurts is in the MVP conversation. And that offensive line, to me, like, when you looked at that game against Washington, it was all up front. Like, Philly's offensive line was, like, just an – unbelievably great job of blocking. And then the Philly defensive line just whipped the Washington offensive line. Like that game was one in the trenches and Carson Wentz had no chance. And Jalen Hurts is playing great football. I'd like to start something right now. Remember before the season, talking about Baltimore, because you have Baltimore very high. Remember before the season told everyone the baseball season, like Aaron judge in a contract year might hit 60. Everyone told me I was crazy. He's, he's already hit 60. I warned everyone about not paying Lamar Jackson. I said he's about to pull an Aaron Judge. But you know what that means, guys? It doesn't just mean he's going to go bananas and, and win the MVP of the Super Bowl, which I think he will. I think he's going to be the MVP of the Super Bowl this year. Guys, I think Lamar, like Aaron Judge, is going for 60 this year. I think he's going for 60 touchdowns overall. He's got 
10 already. He's got, like, the dude is, is passing like this from the pocket key, and he's running like this? He might have, I think he has a good chance at 60 touchdowns this year. Yeah, I, whatever it is, they, they certainly are now trying to figure out the numbers with the capologist, whoever that guy is in Baltimore. They're saying to him, what are you doing? You're costing me money. That's and what they're telling him. Here's another X Factor, guys, which is there's still one great player out there, Odell Beckham Jr. And mm-hmm. what, what, what does Baltimore need? They need one more great receiver. Rashad Bateman's coming along, but this is a team that needs one other piece. And to me, like, OBJ is a big X Factor right now. Everyone thinks he's going to go back to the Rams, and maybe he does. But if I'm OBJ and I can go impact the pennant race here, I got to take a long look at the Baltimore Ravens. Well, yeah, I mean, you you certainly probably, if I'm him, look at a lot of different things. But again, as you know, Mike, when you're evaluating players or you're trying to bring players in and you sign them, he's coming off an ACL. Yep. So you don't really know. After just coming off an ACL. I want to see it from the other point of view, though. Mike, wait, I'm going to ask him a question. I wanted to follow up on this. Good. Just real quick, going back to quarterbacks. We may mention of you take care of Jalen Hurts potentially before you take care of Lamar Jackson, right, considering where the market's going to be. What do you think Jalen Hurts actually gets? Well, I think we know what the market is, guys. It's somewhere in that 45 range. Like, that's all, all the recent quarterbacks have been in that range from, you know, Russell Wilson. I mean, that, that's the number right now. Like, the last three deals have been, you know, 45, 46 million a year. The complicating factor is Deshaun Watson, who had the fully guaranteed $230 million. And again, we've talked about this for a year. If I'm Lamar Jackson, I walk in, I say, Steve Bashad, guess what? I'm not going to ask for five cents more. I am. Okay. I'm asking for a lot more at this <laughs> yeah. point. Yeah, <laughs> now you can. But, but, I'm not taking five cents less, and he has $230 million. It, I, I, think, I think if I'm Jalen Hurts, well, obviously I'm not taking a deal, right, until the spring, until Lamar gets done because I'm putting myself in a position to now piggyback off him. Mm-hmm. So if he's at 260 fully guaranteed, well, let's talk now. I have, a question about, talk. I have a question about Lamar and Odell. I think that's very interesting what you brought up, Mike T., Odell could be, even coming off an injury, could be a tipping point once the playoffs come or, or late in the season, yeah. let's say. Key, this has been touched on in the past and people denied it, whatever, but as a receiver, you had reservations about Lamar's passing game in the past compared to the elite passers of the league, and then this year, watching him pass the ball, you said, you know what? No, like he has reached another level yeah, as a passer. I, 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 I would have played with him because that's me. You see the quarterbacks I play with. Yeah. I don't give a damn. I'll of make course. him. I'll make him look. But you good. wouldn't have played with him over Aaron Rodgers. No. Or, okay. No. So now what I'm asking yes. is. Yes. So ha- enough, has, finish. enough yes. has changed that Absolutely. if you're Odell, you're looking at Lamar and saying, "Wait, this is new. He's now passing the ball so well. I want to be there." But I think I think Odell had the same mindset as me. Anyway, if the, if it's available to me and I can go to Baltimore and that makes sense, I'm doing it. And I think Odell is that type of person as well. But it does, for me, I don't know because of his injury if that, if, if it makes sense. It's a late acquisition, playoff, Von Miller type to the Rams. That's what it is. But Keith, the inverse of that was Von Miller and OBJ helped the Rams get over the hump yeah. a mm-hmm. year ago. And now to me, like, if you're Tampa Bay, like, again, you're probably recruiting Gronk, right? Like, there's yes. a couple of players out there that could maybe make a difference. Why yeah. don't you follow Von Miller again and go to Buffalo? Him and Diggs. I mean, maybe got, he will. Yeah, they got Gabriel Davis. I mean, maybe he will. He, he could impact some team. And again, I know he's come off of the ACL, off of the ACL, but 20 plays a game by Rob Gronkowski or OBJ could be the most important 20 plays of the game. I love your idea for wow. Baltimore because 
again, what it signifies to me, whether or not Odell would have done it in the past, to me it seems like the way Lamar Jackson is playing right now, he has risen. I imagine if I were a receiver, as, and he was fine in the past as a passer, but I would imagine now you're like, yeah, I could go to Baltimore just like I could but, go to but, Green but, Bay but, but or again, wherever. But again, Who, I'll say it again, Max, and again and again. It has never been a reservation about Lamar. It's about the organization. Uh-huh. It's about Mike Tannenbaum making a decision. I need to go get a receiver. Style of the offense, all it, that. It's, he didn't – Lamar Jackson – guys aren't in Baltimore, not in Baltimore because of Lamar. It's the organization. They're the ones that's saying, eh, we, we don't want a receiver. You're we'll, not saying – but something ha- – Nobody. Good, I thought Lamar was the best player on earth until nobody. he got hurt last year. Three different weeks he was better than everybody else, right? So – I still think this year it's gotten even raised to another. Like Aaron Judge hit 52 home runs as a rookie. He did a new thing this year. Is Lamar doing a new thing this year? I'll give you guys a great example. Like the Jets have all these injuries on the offensive line. Joe Flacco's a statue. I mean, it's it's, it's game over, right? Can't move. Cannot move key. Now, no one's talking about this. Look at the Ravens left tackle. Ronnie Stanley still hasn't played. Jawan James goes in. Out. Patrick McCurry, he got hurt. Like, and that's greatness. Like, Lamar Jackson's thriving as an MVP, and they may be on their fourth left tackle. Jeez. You're talking about a team that's thriving and fourth left tackle and not having a tackle anymore in San, San Diego. Los Angeles Chargers and Justin Herbert with the barbecue ribs. As a general manager, front office executive, Mike, when you're sitting in the press box and you're up there with Coach Parcells or whatever, and you look out on the field and you see your quarterback and Justin Herbert with barbecue ribs still in, the football game after leaving him in against the Kansas City Chiefs, and then again the following week with four Losing minutes by four to go, touchdowns, four minutes left in the game, and you have no chance to win. He's still in. What would you say to Brandon Staley after the game? Yeah, in that I, situation. Yeah, I'd be talking before the game, after the game. That, that's I would not let that happen, Keith, because Justin Herbert's health is the most important thing about the future of our franchise. It doesn't matter if we beat Jacksonville or not. He, like he's just not ready to go. Like. I would protect him from himself, and that's one of those things you're talking about all week. And if you're going to give Justin Herbert a chance, hey, as long as it's a one-score game in the fourth quarter, he can stay in. But if it's two scores or more, he's out. So those things are happening ahead of time, Key, and his health is paramount for our future. It reminds me of, guys, like, remember when uh, RG3 talked Shanahan into leaving him in that playoff game? And that was basically the end of his career on that level. you got to protect the guy from himself, as you said, Key. Yeah, but I'm going to tell his ass to come out anyway. I'm, and, and even as a teammate and a player, I might tell him, say, man, get this dude out of the game. Mike knows me. I don't have a problem having confrontation with the coaches and letting them know, man, get him out. We ain't doing it. We got ready to leave. What the hell are you doing? Because Brandon Staley continues. I don't want to call him, I don't want to say boneheaded, but he continues to do things that make you question his – I don't know his his decision making. Decision making. He, you bring it. He, he brings you know, it up all the time. He, he, you get the feeling like certain coaches are trying to show you how smart they are, right? As opposed, you're to, not smart. Uh, right. Eight, That's eight, the eight, dumbest eight. thing ever. To put a ribbon on this conversation, guys, we're talking about a quarter of a billion dollars. Lamar, Jalen Hurts, you know, Herbert's going to be that a quarter of a billion dollars. You want your owner in that conversation, your GM, your head coach, your medical people. Like you just can't say to the. And it's not anything against Brandon Staley per se, but. This is not just a head coach decision. When you're talking about for the next 15 years, you hope Justin Herbert's 
you know, represent your franchise and, and all the things he could bring to you it. You want him to be your Phillip Rivers. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's right. what you want him to be. You want him to be your Dan Fouts. Yeah. Mike, can we, can we talk about another quarterback, actually, in Patrick Mahomes and their OC, Eric Bieniemy having that little bit of a, of a disagreement is a nice term to apply here. Uh, at the, before the half when they didn't get a chance to get the three points. What do you think about that? Yeah, I think that's two people that care deeply and are competitive, and they have a lot of equity in a relationship. They have spilled a lot of blood together, so I'm good with it, and it's just two people that want to win. Hey, Jay, in football, I don't know about basketball. Well, basketball happens all the time, too. Altercation is fine, man. It's, it's normal. Sometimes it's healthy. Sometimes you need it. Yes. What about the actual fact that they weren't, like, they lose, as Jay pointed out yesterday, they lose by a field goal. Why are you giving up offensive plays at that time? There's so much going on in the league. I mean, did you guys see last night Dallas on third down with, with less than two minutes to go and your opponent has no timeouts? A good Pop Warner coach will know, do not go out of bounds. They gave the Giants a fourth timeout, and that's the only reason the Giants had a chance at the end. I mean, there's just so many things going on. Like Nathaniel Hackett, they already brought in you know another coach to help I, him. Don't get me started with that. I don't want to hear anything about, oh, it's the first time here. Oh. That's a smart move, Key. You have a fall yeah. guy. If you're Hackett, you got a fall guy now. But uh, all I'm going to do is say, what'd you say, what'd you say Mike? You're 100% Don't right. Tell it's, me that. It's your job description. You know what bothers me yes. about that? Instead of being on Twitter in May and June, when you're asking your players to make sacrifices and get better at their job, you get better at your job. Like, not to be prepared for those situations is not acceptable. Don't ex- don't sit here and tell me you want the job as a head coach in the National Football League and you can't manage what you know, you sold me in our meeting. Oh, I could do this on the board. I could do that. Now I give you the keys to the car, and you don't even know how to start it. Nathaniel Hackett's supposed to be this great offensive mind and all of this. Sort of, he got hired based on all of that. Oh, he coached Aaron Rodgers. Did he really coach Aaron Rodgers? Did Aaron Rodgers coach himself? Now we're looking at Russell Wilson struggle in that offense endeavor, struggle. We've seen bonehead things by him as a head coach. Okay, mismanaging things. We watched against Seattle. I mean, like, enough excuses. But he has one thing going for him, apparently. Yeah, they sit atop of the NFC, AFC West. He has one thing going for him, that's too. Last as an offense. I hear you, but they're that's tied fake, with the Chiefs. James, I, I, I get, I'm not condoning it, nor am I backing it up. I'm that's just a fake two and Statement one. of fact. Statement it, of fact. It's what it is. Hey, no, he, has one good, he has one thing going for him, Nathaniel Hackett, apparently, which helped him with his job. He's not Eric Bieniemy because apparently he got the job as the head coach. As long as you're not Eric Bieniemy, apparently you can get a job as a head coach. Is Lamar the Jackson the best player in the NFL? From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Media. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2.